0: Some some nipple clamps.
1: (laughs) Wicky wicky wah! Uh. Uh. DJ Uh. (laughs) Garland!
2: We need an air horn.
1: (laughs) Well, we do, we we do. do. We got that. We
0: got that. You're listening. Oh, no, shit.
1: No! Fuck! Uh-huh. That's not an error. Somebody mind. take the soundboard away from Harry. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus I, can't, I don't know. I'm colorblind. It just, oh, that just explains colorblind. a lot. Yeah, actually. That that's the, <laughs> you just smash buttons randomly, hoping yeah, to get just the right one. I'm All hand. the buttons.
0: This
2: is DXYMC <laughs> Podcast. I'm here with my man, D Hi. And Harry Fox. Hello. <laughs> my name is Christian Breaker. G'day. This is a special episode today. Um, we are not going through. Our usual program. Is this an XYZ special? This is an
1: XYZ special. It's a little short story. It's not about Harry's sex life either. Thank God. Oh, yeah, that, that would, would be a, a very short story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably got be a, a children's book. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> no, No. Nah, okay.
2: Never bring children weirder. into the conversation. Uh, okay, hat.
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, <I> so, guys,
2: <laughs> um, because of recent events, I thought um, it would be cool to To go through a little bit what is happening
0: in the world. What's happening, dude? Are, um, we, are we stopping our game? We're stopping the game for this special episode.
2: It's, I like that. That, that was okay. Really that was really well. That, that, was, that, was, that was a, that's that's a four okay. out of ten. <laughs> so, so I thought, um, I thought uh, coming from this industry of sorts, I thought it would be cool to maybe go through the history a little bit of what is actually happening. Um, in, in a larger scale yeah. than just what happened in the news in the last yeah. two days. Because suddenly people start to use words that they've never used before, which yeah. I always find funny in H news articles. Um, <laughs> w- <laughs> um, they shorted their stock or they're, they, they're <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? That's really So I, I thought it would be
1: cool to maybe go through this. Are you ready? Do it. Uh, before we discuss next quota, let's just uh, you know <laughs> reduce the stocks by twenty two percent. I don't know what I'm doing. Dude. Yeah, but it,
2: it, I was trying my best. Yeah, you you did really well. Like this is this is about as much as uh, people know what they're doing that actually work in these institutions. But that's my personal. Yeah. opinion um, I have to start with a disclaimer because um, this is finance you cannot uh, give out financial advice <laughs> for the next hour or so I will be loosely discussing financial products historic facts and anecdotal information the information provided is for informational purposes only does not constitute or <laughs> a prospectus a request offer nor a recommendation of any kind uh, to buy subscribe or sell or redeem an investment instrument or to perform other transactions including the provision of any advisory or management service in any jurisdiction also i might get stuff wrong so don't be a fuckhead and take it for entertainment purposes only is um, not included <laughs>
0: <laughs> this i like reading the apple terms and conditions when they update i just wanted to
1: hit okay already yeah, shut up fuck okay. my privacy <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny like of all the shit we've talked about we can talk about rape and fucking sexual harassment and we can talk you know be discriminatory and hate speech the second we fuck up with financial advice that's when we get fucking canceled (laughs) and that's when we get after all (laughs) is that the irony of it
0: is that real if we gave financial advice and didn't disclaim that we're not so
2: there is always this fear if you work in the financial industry um you should never give advice. This is why all emails have like a fuck ton of disclaimers that are sent out, uh-huh. um, coming from any financial institution. Even if you're not even close to giving advice, even if you're a fucking accountant at Credit Suisse, it would always tell like, um, "I'm not supposed to give advice. Do not construe this as advice." Blah 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 blah. Because then you you can be somehow perceived as liable.
0: Mm. But would we be liable on a comedy podcast? I wonder. Okay, let's not test it. Then we'll go with your disclaimer. Yeah, it, dep- <laughs> it depends on the lawyer, man. It depends
2: on the lawyer. So I, w- I want to start real early. I'm going to throw this back a couple of hundred years. Here we go. In 1602, the very first mega corporation, as we understand <laughs> it today, was founded in the Netherlands. Okay, what was that? The Dutch East India Company. Oh, yeah. Familiar. I gonna call it VOC from now on because it's like a long name and what? Uh, Why VOC? VOC. It's it's basically the acronym that the Dutch used. Okay. Um, it was something Vereenigte Ostindische, Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. I gonna I gonna spell it wrong and fucking Dutch is horrible to anyone's ears. Um, the old colonizers of South Africa. The, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. them yeah, and the uh the East India Company of the UK actually as well yeah. at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the history of this horrifying monster of capitalism is quite appalling in itself, but it created something on which modern-day capitalist society in the West is built on, the concept of shareholder value. Okay. So this is where it all started. In 1602, the very first stock exchange, the Amsterdam Stock Exchange, was established on the back of that particular company, of the Vok. Um, I would have pro- bought Coca-Cola shares right then and there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just wondering who our shareholders are in the XYZ podcast and, and whether we are delivering shareholder value.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think, if anything, our stocks are dropping as fast <laughs> as fucking <Yeah. laughs> Pfizer.
0: The as my underpants. There's not that many minuses <laughs> that, yeah, we can, well. that we can
1: put.
2: Um, actually, th- the thing is, prior to um 1602 the concept of owning a company via stock was not a thing so on markets what was traded up until then was actually proper goods so i don't know vegetables and oh, fucking
1: salt and pepper like inventory
2: yeah so you, you the concept of a company existed but not anonymous shareholder cool that thing didn't exist but because the dutch east india company needed so much money to do the horrendous shit in India that they wanted to do, they needed a fuck ton I've of never cash. Of it, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the, basically a bunch of rich guys got together and said like, okay, let's do this company thing. Mm. So this, um, let me explain to you how that works, what shareholder value is. I have a little bit of an example here. Let's assume Harry and I want to engage in a business that sells dildos
0: a good, a worthy cause.
1: Harry's
2: interested. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Harry and I think um, dildos are going to be of great demand, especially during COVID. Uh, in order to produce them, we need machines, a distribution network, and raw materials. So that costs money. We also want to make sure that our own private lives remain untouched should we eventually get sued uh, for crooked uh, dildos, uh, so uh. we
0: create a stock company. Okay. Did you mold the dildo off of me? So it's crooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dean is... Uh, primary dildo model it leans to the left <laughs>
1: <laughs> banana shape
0: doesn't stay as hard as we want very popular um, is the uh the double-ended dean that's <laughs> it's a bestseller
1: these things are flying off the shelves <laughs> okay.
0: it's penetrative
2: performance
1: and um <laughs> double-ended dean <laughs> my mind is going very very different places yeah, yeah.
2: Harry and I own 50% each of this company, and we pay each 10K. I get right? royalties, right? You will get into the game eventually. Um, we start doing business, and it's immensely successful, even though um, the dealer <laughs> that we are using. In the first year, we make 30K. This means our capital has now increased to 50K. Mm-hmm. Harry and I own 25K each of the capital. Our shareholder value has increased. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are we all good on this on this example so yep. far? Yep, nice. So we've stretched our capacity. <laughs> okay, that's my job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to the 1600s. Um, the stock of VOC was traded nicely in Amsterdam. Everyone involved made money until 1609, when a guy, Isaac Maire, an investor in the company, started to think that shit could get wo- wrong. So he wanted to short the company and this is where this whole uh shorting thing comes into play he was the first guy to ever short a company stock and this is how that works and dean this is where you come into play don't mention me in short in the same sentence please. <laughs> <laughs> so um harry and i create um this company uh we now call it uh breaker fox pleasure center incorporated delicious <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck century. it till it's breaker <laughs> selling dildos has proven to be insanely lucrative and we bring the company to the stock market the ticker code is fuck um and we also sell it in nasdaq because we see ourselves mostly as a tech company um harry and i still own 50 percent of the company each 25 percent. the rest is out there on the market right it's floating dean Sees that the dildos
0: are going out of fashion in favor of the womanizer.
1: Hey, obviously, it's inevitable. I'm going to short you guys. And
0: plus, at some point, you're going to reach peak orifices. So, there's not enough orifices left for putting dildos in. There's always another orifice, Harry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dean, D- Dean invented the nasal dildo. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> How does an... The nipple hole
2: dildo. (laughs) How does an ear dildo... I don't want to. Okay. So Dean thinks fuck is going down in share price very soon. So he starts shorting the stock. He borrows stock from Harry, basically agreeing with him to return them at a later stage and immediately sells them on the market. This means Dean now has to find stock of fuck at a lower price than when he purchased it from Harry. The lower the price he gets, the bigger his gain. You see what I'm, what, what's yeah, happening? Yeah,
0: I understand shorting. Mm-hmm. So Dean's predicting the price is going to fall. Yes. I'm putting he, it out there. I'm going to
1: sell it when the stock price drops. You,
2: you, sell, it, you sell it immediately. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you, and you get a, a heap of money. Yeah. And now you have to find the same stock for a lower price. Yeah. And okay.
0: I just got one question on the terminology. So <clears throat> short is basically what is this scenario where it's going down, and long is when it's going up, basically. Long so. is
2: when you own it. So if you if you go long on something, you actually own it. If okay. you go short,
1: you are short of something. Ah, okay, right. So <laughs> it's interesting because, uh, like, from my experience with trading stocks and stuff, like the only thing I thought it was is okay, I've got the stocks. It's not even owning or sharing stocks because it's like. Uh, What do you call it? Futures? Oh, the derivatives. Yeah, yeah, it's just selling it at that price and hoping that it goes lower, and then buying it again. Technically, yeah,
2: that's how we 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 will get into
1: that a little bit. But the derivatives are kind of
2: like one removed of this. Okay. So you bet on the option of all that bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but let's just stick with the basic short because that is very much what goes into fantasy football stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So this dude, Le Maire, he did exactly uh, that. He went short on the company and actually made money of it. Interestingly, um, the company itself, there's a lot of firsts that happened. They were the first corporation that was bailed out. They were the first (laughs) corporation that fought government regulation. And also the third corporation that was probably had the biggest grasp of trade in Europe. So they were probably bigger than Amazon is today. The Rothschild web. Totally. Okay. They, I think they, they had like 50% of all trade in Europe at one wow. point. Wow. That's huge. They were fucking insane. So let's fast forward to 1900. Um, in 1920, a guy called Benjamin Graham and his mate, Cherry Newman, founded what is today considered the very
1: first hedge fund. Did he introduce the idea of Grahams to hedge fund managers? <laughs> this is where it comes from. <laughs> Well, it is 1920, so
2: cocaine was definitely a thing. Mm, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't? <laughs> no, you <laughs> weren't around in 1920, so. Yeah. But uh, Harry, f- do- <laughs> cocaine fuckettery was definitely a thing in the
1: 1920s. You were there tell us what it was like. Was it yeah. a great time? Here. Yeah, you weren't there, man. You weren't there. <laughs> it's a time when men were men. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, damn. And women shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Martini disgusting.
0: lunches and then uh, fuck abroad. I'm glad things have changed. We just gave women Valium and they were happy.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. I wouldn't mind some Valium. Um,
2: okay, so... Let's quickly discuss what a hedge fund is because there, there are some misconceptions there. Um, the uh, hedge fund, the term <laughs> hedge fund was actually coined in 1946. Um, it describes a company that uh, aims to protect their assets at all costs, basically building a virtual hedge around their virtual garden. Uh, you know what I, I thought mean? it was just the queen's budget for the garden. <laughs> <laughs> So the basic idea is the, the, the fund makes money regardless of the market going up or down. So it doesn't matter what happens out there. The fund always makes money. And as we've just discussed, you can make money on a on a share that goes down. So if you go short on a stock and the, the stock goes down, you can actually make money on it. The guy who invented this concept, Benjamin... Um, he made something like twenty percent every year between nineteen thirty six and nineteen fifty six, which had some of the worst turmoil in the markets out there. So the market at the same time made something like twelve percent. So he beat the market by eight percentage points every okay. every year, yeah, consistently. Nice. So how do you do it? Um, he was uh, uh, okay. So he he basically looked at corporations that looked really well. He was
1: spreading rumors and lies. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much actually. Fund management. <laughs> insider trading 101. These are my keywords I've learned today. <laughs> so, <laughs> I understand all of this. Insider trading. <laughs> yeah,
0: just throw that in from time to time. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, it must be. We short the get- insider trading. <laughs> it, it,
2: it's interesting you mentioned insider trading because the next guy that enters the stage basically Made sure that that was a possibility. Yeah, I mean, smart motherfucker, eh. Bill Clinton, ladies and gentlemen. Um,
1: <laughs> he, oh, Billy
2: boy, he deregulated, he deregulated the American stock market so badly uh, that the hedge fund boys in the nine 1990s could really go to town. Uh, His friends at the poker club on Friday must have been pretty... uh, Absolutely. You can pretty much create a direct link from his deregulation efforts to the global financial crisis in 2008. (laughs) Nice. Oh, (laughs) Bill. So, during the financial crisis in 2008, um, which was largely caused by greedy investment banks, hedge funds, and the like, um, they took a, a hit for about two years only to come back back bigger and stronger than ever, you could say that a lot of the money that was printed by the US government to bail out the banks actually ended up in the pockets of hedge funds. You could say that. Because (laughs) in 2007, the official Census Bureau in the United States reported 12.5% of the entire population to live below the poverty line. That's roughly 37 million people. This number increased to 48 million in just four years. That's 15.9%. Now, okay, um, the poverty line is a bit of fuckheadery and douchebaggery, but w- the numbers are a pretty good uh, approximation of what actually happened. So people got fucked out of money yeah. um, during the financial crisis. Heaps so.
1: It's always the, the lower people on the chain that suffer the most. Right?
2: Now, in the same yeah, right. period, in this, get this, in the same period, around 2000, Hedge funds controlled about 500 billion US dollars. In 2012, they controlled 2.1 trillion.
1: Yeah. I was going to say 500 billion. I was like nothing.
2: 2.1 trillion sounds more.
1: Way closer. And
2: that was within the period of the financial crisis. Within 12 years. Yeah. They went from 500 billion to 2,100 billion. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Not surprised. So, okay, this did cause some social disruption. Do you guys remember Occupy Wall Street? Yeah. 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 Cool. That was, that was great. Uh, no one showered fire. for weeks. Um, there, there was also a bit of an outcry when the Irish people suddenly had to pay for the banks in Germany. Do you remember that part, oh, Harry? Oh, vaguely. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Vaguely. Because Ireland got fucked like royally royally fucked by the german banks
0: wow i didn't uh, yeah i have vague recollection and it was one of it was one of those things that now in retrospect it's like the whole occupy wall street and it, which turned into I- an identity politics and that was the end of it but it was almost like a distraction for like <laughs> real shit going down so uh, ireland uh, the was, irish got but what, they're used to getting fucked so yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and <laughs>
2: ireland ireland and greece <laughs> so basically you. got robbed uh it was pure daylight robbery what happened at the time um and also switzerland actually we bailed out ubs
0: oh yeah 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 right we in bailed the, out the
2: UBS. we bailed out UBS. nice
0: good old um hubs.
2: yeah because apparently you cannot trust the banker making the decision so you have to pay for his bad ones and um, now you,
0: I mean, now the, every time you open a bank account now in Switzerland, you have to declare you're not a U.S. citizen. That was another.
1: <laughs> wasn't that the secrecy? <laughs> that uh, was mostly about
2: tax evasion.
1: Yeah yeah, it tax, was, yeah, yeah. Look, guys, my my shoebox under my bed has never failed me. <laughs> <laughs> not even the rats that were. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick tangent. Pablo Escobar used to spend two million dollars a month on elastic bands. Yes, I read that. <laughs> yeah, just to wrap his money. Something crazy like that. Just to Point. buy the elastic bands to wrap all the two money. Was, million, two million oh no. or Yeah, because he made 000. he made about a billion a month. Something mad. And then apparently rats ate so much money, like he'd lost like millions and millions and millions of dollars based on rat food. I I've heard Jesus. a rumor
2: that Still today, or maybe, uh, I say rumor, but it's actually, I was just watching Narcos, um, <laughs> that farmers in Colombia to this day in some fields still find money. Yeah, buried, buried yeah. in the fields. Yeah, I heard that Or it just easy. appears in rivers and stuff. Yeah. And right. because the US dollar is printed on um, uh, canvas and not on paper, it, it, rotting it, 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 it just, it stays. It, like, yeah. even in water, it actually doesn't really dissipate. Oh, it wow. doesn't it, actually. It rots. It can rot. It can rot, but not but it, it
1: it doesn't fall apart like paper nice wow crazy like the so. british pound these days made out of plastic the well, alien oh, yeah, archivists yeah, yeah. in the future are going to come back and because, because <laughs> every, find it every brit, in brit a dolphin's now, neck every yeah. brit
2: now considers themselves a surfer so, have you seen uh, australian dollars were printed for years <laughs> in plastic so you can
1: put <laughs> them in funny. board shorts <laughs> Australians got something, right? We should try it too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. They just wash their money constantly.
0: That that and those little plastic bags, they put dog shit in. That's basically what's going to be left of us. Yeah,
1: and one cockroach in Harry's dildo collection.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the way to be remembered is just do some plastic casts of your dick and uh, of some material that will never degrade.
2: I have a friend who did that. And he said it was really difficult because you have to stay hard for quite a long time without really really
0: not, without I, being I'm able to touch. touch. How, did, how did he stay hard? Like what was his... It's strategy?
1: a mental game, Harry. It's a mental game. <laughs> he, I, I, I literally don't
2: know how <laughs> I did it. I hope he twerk. popped some pills. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, it literally made a cast of his own. Anyway, anyway, back to the financial markets. Yeah, and uh, uh, back, to, back to getting <laughs> fucked. So... Um, during this time, uh, from 2000 to now, pretty much, Wall Street gods emerged in this fucking frenzy. Uh, people like Ray Dalio, you might have heard of him, the founder of Bridgewater Associates, or the capitalist nightmare called Ken Griffin, founder of a company called Citadel LLC. Now, uh, this is a name that you want to remember for the rest of the story because this Citadel. is going to be this is going to be quite important. Um, many of the hedge fund boys were also Goldman Sachs alumni. There is no other bank that produces many hedge fund guys like Goldman Sachs. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, a guy named Gabriel Plotkin, an an alumni of Citadel LLC, founded a company called Melvin Capital Management in New York in 2014. The company did really well. They started with like 1 billion and uh, in their first year they made 47%. So immediately propelled them into uh, the stratosphere
0: of asset managers. They it's were, it's they, great to hear a ranks to riches story like that. You
1: know, just, I borrowed a billion dollars and yeah, made forty-seven percent in
0: one year. You're yeah. like, I worked up right from my first billion, it was a struggle.
1: <laughs> Dad, can I have some money? Fuck off! <laughs> I'm trying to get rich, Dad. You don't understand me. It,
2: it's it's really great when you see all these guys that claim to be self-made billionaires. They always had like someone that gave them like. A couple of million
1: to yeah, start yeah. with, you know. Like, Always found some investor, some lucky connection to some dude. Ah, oh, damn.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, actually, that was really something. It's like the number one, uh, the number one factor in determining entrepreneurial success is the income, of, is the wealth of your parents. Eat yeah. the rich. The, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's yeah.
2: Said. I was listening to uh, a podcast about Eric Prince today.
0: Um, oh, the Blackwater. Blackwater dude. <laughs> it's
2: fucking loaded before he
1: started um, so harry you might remember this quite <laughs> on, i borrowed a measly million dollars from my father <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy is <laughs> but all of them
2: bill gates was the same like oh yeah he had a couple of hundred thousand actually the, the guy who founded citadel he got a hundred grand from his dentist to start his first investment fund he's fucking dentist 19 years old dentist uh, gave him a hundred grand did he
1: lose all his teeth and give the dentist the best fucking blowjob of his (laughs) life
2: (laughs) what the hell uh ken griffin fucking horror show of a human being so um out around 2000 we had a dot-com bubble but something else happened um suddenly all these stock trading platforms started to appear
1: oh yeah are Sh- you familiar with Schwab. swiss quote Schwab and yeah or fuck swiss quote man or Etoro. i'm so mad at swiss quotes why
0: they keep stealing old dean's money no
1: look yeah true story actually i invested in duffery stocks um ooh, well ooh. during the lockdown because the, the stock price fucking dropped pathetically they were an airport transport company or something yes. did the whatever for the airports transporting the food and whatever they started I, as a duty-free firm. This yeah, is where the name free. comes from. Their stock price drops from like, I can't remember, something crazy, 100, whatever, I can't remember, to like down to like 20-something. So you had a sure thing. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy it in. And after pandemic, when everything goes up, it's going to go way back up. I'm going to be rich, right? But obviously, at the time, I had zero money to do it. So I was like, I'll just put 100 bucks in. Also, I can afford <laughs> whatever. So I get a, a, an account at Swissquote. I put it in, right? Stock price starts going up again. I buy it at a good time. Uh, so my 100 francs goes, like, starting to go way up because I'm checking the the the, uh, the price of Duffery every day. I log back into my account a couple of months later. Fucking Swiss quote decides they can take 16 francs a month from my capital investments. <laughs> so all the money I'm making is just getting less and less and less despite <laughs> the fact the stocks are skyrocketing after a while. I was like, it's fucking bullshit. I think I owe them money at this point. <laughs> it is.
0: I mean, basically, like, yeah, for any... Uh, this is the thing i've always thought is like if you're not if you're not stunning i a, know a like 100k plus you're just going to get stung big time on yeah there's no point all the commissions and even then you will at that point as well it's just like it's like a mug's game for retail retail investors yeah basically.
1: i got to tell you uh okay quick story real quick It happened recently cool. have you guys heard the mti scheme no so okay there was a south Af- i believe there was a south african company international they they were um they had developed an algorithm. I'm pretty sure it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. They developed an algorithm with Bitcoin so that you could um, invest with Bitcoin, give them the Bitcoin wallet, they would trade, and you would make like a monthly income of 1%. It was huge gains actually compared to normal trading, right? And then the more people you invited, the more you would get a share of their- Yeah, product. that's definitely a Ponzi that's scheme. It's definitely, definitely a fucking <laughs> Ponzi scheme. But they have been gone, going for six years, um, recently my unfortunately like my mother had put some cash in because it was working for her and her friends and stuff and i was like yeah here's some money as well mom. the the guys the one of the guys who earned it went to brazil switched off the servers transferred all the bitcoin right at the top of the thirty thousand franc price that it was at recently transferred Follow all me. of it some disappeared disappeared Been everyone wrong. in the world has lost their money fbi are like investigating People have gone to their house and raided their house, but he's not there. He's living on a fucking yacht somewhere. <laughs> That's amazing. So he's sitting around with like a couple billion dollars in Bitcoin. But is he is he happy because he
0: knows he's got Dean's mum?
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Out he's gotta look after he, look over his shoulder for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah, exactly.
2: I would never cross a South African woman. Exactly, especially not <laughs> that, Dean's mum.
1: <laughs> you love saying Dean's mum. I know. It's just like, yeah. It uh,
2: no, just don't. It's sudden it's a derail. But um, so these these companies, they actually did, I- I- except for your case, Dean. But in most cases, they actually reduced the cost of trading.
1: Um,
2: which which was funny because up until now, trading was only possible through banks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, or up until then rather, um, the banks basically controlled access to the markets. Yeah. And they charged fuck tons. Have you heard of Robin Hood? Well, we get to Robin oh, yeah. Hood. Okay, okay. We get to Robin Hood. So uh, there was companies like SwissQuote or Etoro and and all these things, and they made it possible for like everyday Joes to suddenly have real life access to to markets, and actually also real time trading tickers. This was something that used to cost you twenty five grand a year. Um to get a Bloomberg terminal if you you might have heard of this it's like every trader's pride is that fucking Bloomberg terminal like, it costs a fuck ton um just to give you real-time prices um whereas if you had a Swiss quote account in the early 2000s I had one you you have real-time prices on your options or whatever Mostly. I traded logitech like a motherfucker at that time and uh, uh,
0: uh, yeah it was
1: and a, now you're sitting here with us like a <laughs> I, I, I was great for
0: it for a moment uh, so <laughs> but I mean honestly the real time ticker is probably the worst thing in finance because it just makes you like an idiot because you go oh it's gone up oh oh let me now do some more stupid irresponsible things like <laughs> and then blow all my money basically but anyway, okay, carry on
2: okay so let's quickly set the scene because I think we are now very close to where shit gets weird. Um, we have a disgruntled society in the United States that got fucked by the global financial crisis. And we kind of forget that we have these hedge fund douchebags that think they control the world. They're basically your schoolyard bullies that suddenly get money and they think they control everything.
1: A uh, quick, 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 the the global crisis in the U.S. That was part of the whole Big Short, the movie where they yeah Mark put a uh, shorted the housing market right. That's exactly that right. was part of that. Okay. That's exactly the right. movie with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, of,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, King financial the, problems, the global sexy. financial crisis <laughs> is the movie with Ryan Gosling, as it's known <laughs> it's, it's, as. That's all I give
0: a fuck about. <laughs> 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 um, yeah,
2: yeah, but uh, you're you're quite right. That's exactly that's exactly what it was. So. And there there was this kind of like move um, that like retail, that's what it's called, retail stock traders would get into the game. And also stocks were kind of starting to flood everyone's pension schemes as well. Like there was never so much exposure to stock markets than today because all your pension portfolios are basically exposed
1: to it. So Uh, joke's on you. I don't even have a pension. (laughs) 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 So
2: um, uh, where was I? I fucked it. Um, Yeah, we basically uh, are are in this situation where um, everyone starts trading. uh, Everyone starts getting lucky. In comes a company called GameStop now I want to quickly talk about GameStop because they have quite an interesting history
1: hashtag hashtag GameStop
2: (laughs) (laughs) so GameStop was called Babbage's in 1984 they were founded in Dallas Texas they started Uh, as a software company software retailer uh, but moved into video games really quickly Um, they first started with Atari and then moved into Nintendo in 1987 Okay. Uh, 1991, they went public for the first time. Shout
1: out to 1991. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good year, actually. I'm straight. Were you born then? Yes. <laughs> <have to> <laughs>
2: yeah, ask as Dean's story. The story of Babbage's was a bit murky after 1991. Um, and uh, a couple of bankruptcies happened during that time, but basically the remaining pieces of that company were bought by Barnes Noble in 1999. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember that one, yeah. Uh for 215 million dollars. Um the company was delisted, but Barnes and Noble rebranded the entity and it was now called GameStop. They went public again in 2002, and from 2004 until 2016 they made a fucking killing. So this was basically when people actually went to stores to buy video games. So revenue grew from $190 million in 2011 to $600 million in 2012. That, it's just fucking insane. It went through the roof.
1: I did contribute uh, at least a lot of that. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay. Do you
0: remember any GameStop purchases?
1: Um, I wait, hold on. I don't think we even have GameStop <coughs> in South Africa. We never had GameStop.
0: There's one. They, you
2: have it here, don't you? What was was yours called? Game Stork, and it was just kind of like. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it, honestly, it was. It was something like that. It was called Blockbuster Video Games. <laughs> blockbuster Video. I, I used but to yeah, read video games. from you have GameStop. Is it GameStop in
0: Switzerland?
2: Though? We never had it. We have something that's incredibly racist called Walk.
0: Wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, well, no, but there. What's that one in there? one, in, that, one yeah. in the in the hub. It's game. It may not be. I think it's GameStop or Game Game Zone. Or game something. Zone. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It
1: looks very similar.
0: I go in there sometimes for around Christmas time, and and it's just the, every year there's more like little anime figures on sale. <laughs> Like it's yeah, it's like,
2: really weird they, they start
1: bubble they started selling bubble head figures, yeah they have to guys, because who's buying actual physical dVDs anymore well, they're pretty is, much transforming into a merchandise company It's literally
2: yeah. what happened to gamestop because they after two thousand and sixteen, everything went weird for them, so they started losing money like a motherfucker, yeah, but they had to start closing uh, offices and businesses. <laughs> they announced last year that they are doing a deal with Microsoft Azure, and I was just like, oh, that's "Who that's fucking that's cares, that's man?" That's like, <laughs> but you know,
0: you know, this is if they if they if they're getting into merch and this kind of stuff, this is where this is where Breaker and Fuck in Pleasure Zone Industries show up and say, "Hey, you know what? Teenagers uh-huh. need a, a, you need range a video of, game first. Wait, <laughs> you have to say the name right? Breaker
2: Fuck Pleasure Center Incorporated. Yeah, yeah
0: I fucked it up." And we go. Do, we have a range of dildos for, for young teens. Everyday needs. God. A <laughs> teenage
2: Everyday dildo dildos. selection.
1: <laughs> All right, let's, let's go. I will not be buying your stocks.
2: Let's go into the zone uh, where we do a little play-by-play. And um, this is going to be largely based on a report from Watson.ch. Watson, we love you. Shout out to um, Watson. We they, know you're listening. They actually yeah. did a really decent uh, job on reporting uh, what happened here. So April 2020, a little less than a year ago, uh, young Gabriel um, from Melvin Capital took a massive short position on GameStop as he saw the company crumble. A smart kid. Smart kid, right? They're he,
1: selling merchandise for no reason. <laughs> They're gonna start suffering.
2: It's it wasn't a difficult bet, I might say. Um, we all kind of knew that they were kind of tanking, but You're just he, not smart enough to he, put it exactly. Short on it, yeah. So the company was basically losing money since 2016. Um, There was no outlook for any change of direction as well, which was interesting. So they brought in a couple of CEOs, but
1: no one had a vision. They had some boomers on the board. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. We should buy these anime figures. (laughs) They're flying off the shelves.
0: (laughs) You need a waifu subscription service. Yeah. That's how my you,
1: son told me we should do
0: this. <laughs> no, but waifu subscription—that's how you get recurring revenue going. That's that. If I was CEO at GameStop, what Store, is a waifu? Waifu is like a—it's basically a, a Japanese term for like a kind of a fantasy wife. So if you hit, look on Instagram. How does Harry do this? Waifu? I don't know because i <coughs> i, work, I work, uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: don't ask questions you don't want
0: to, have the answer to somebody somebody told me one day that I spend a lot of time on old reddit no um. the real shit is is i worked at a company where we we streamed anime for a while and i actually went to comic con oh, okay. and a bunch of mm. other things and I, we had these this team Hentai in los angeles can. this team in los angeles who are experts on this stuff and a waifu is basically like if you look on Instagram for waifu it's spelled w a i f u and you'll see teenage boys with little stuffed toys of korean girls ooh And, oh. it's, and it's weird as fuck and and they yeah. basically but they project all They were judge a kink They project all their romantic it's not so sexual it's more like about being romantic and sensitive they're lonely because women actually don't want that shit from men so you have to project it onto a stuffed toy (laughs) (laughs) we're sorry harry i'm sorry that was good eh? i think
2: (laughs) i think this is quite representative of how a hedge fund manager's brain works Mm. (laughs) uh, they outsource love love (laughs) yeah exactly to fucking You had a blowjob, but
1: have you had a billion dollars? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can buy a billion blow. No, that's not how that <laughs> that's works. That's not true. Um <laughs> all right, so
0: GameStop.
1: So GameStop. So, so
0: GameStop's it, looking fucked. this So guy's it, like- wait,
2: it's it's April 2020. The stock price of GameStop is at three dollars. is important to note. Three dollars. He goes short on the motherfucker.
1: How do you short three dollars? Okay, wait, never mind. Well, I don't know you what can, I'm talking about. You, so ju- just, you
2: just go short. Like it, it can only go to zero. So it's a race to zero. Yeah, so basically
1: yeah. he,
0: he borrows a bunch of those shares.
2: He sells at three. What does it drop to? And he sells at three. Well, it doesn't drop anymore because here's what happens. When you go short, if you are trained in the magical art or in the dark arts of, of uh, global finance, this becomes visible. You can see oh, this. Nobody sees it. You can see this, but you don't know who it is. But you just see suddenly there's a <coughs> fuck ton of shorts out there, uh. because someone has to write the shorts. Yeah. So you see this, and a bunch of guys on Reddit, and this is where we introduce the Wall Street Bets forum. Um, they see this and go like, "Fuck those cunts." Two reasons. The Wall Street bet, uh, Wall Street bets guys. They they have massive behavioral issues, but also they hate short traders with a passion because they think <laughs> short short well, traders are
1: overcompensating. They're like, you calling me short?
0: <laughs> yeah, they celebrate companies failing. Basically, they celebrate companies failing,
2: yeah. but also they are always holding the company. So their motto, which is is very lovely, they say, "We love this stock." So they hold it. They they hold on to it. And sometimes, in the in the case of GameStop, it was mostly for um, reasons that they were young ones and bought a game there. So it, it had this kind of like, oh, like a nostalgic, a, yeah, nostalgia yeah. value. And yeah, it's like, oh, this fucking hedge fund crap. Um, they are fucking over our beloved GameStop. Yeah, let's pay them back. And so they started buying, basically pushing the price up, up and up.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which is fucking awesome because now it's July 2020 and a second hedge fund called Cit- citron Research, they go like, ah, oh, this GameStop thing, maybe let's do that as well. Um, now
1: everyone's guy- jumping
2: on board. Everyone's jumping on board. But the guys from Reddit, they go bananas, basically push the price up to $20 by year end. Fuck. So this is performance of. Six
1: hundred and sixty-six percent. Oh, that's ironic. Oh, nice. nice. I love that. <laughs> the devil. The thing is, like, if okay, here's non-advice because it's we're not advising anyone. But like, usually it's before. Like, we only hear about these things now. Before it's already too late to start it's way buying. Too it's way too late. People hear about this way before us, and insider information and all that uh, well shit. it's
2: not actually insider information I know, it, it was before just the we b- learn no, about yeah. it
1: these I, I hedge mean, fund I, managers already have sold and bought and done everything they well need well
2: no to. but this is the great thing the hedges didn't they didn't They didn't clock it. So they just looked they at the price out. and went like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> just <So> like us. <laughs> for for like more than a year. No, not more than a year, but more than half a year. They were just staring at their fucking Bloomberg terminals and was like, "Why is this thing going <laughs> on? So so they are now in fear and now it's January and things go absolutely fucking bananas because this is what happens
0: can i just say i go so i saw this happening last summer on because i I read reddit fairly often but that whole wall street bets is to me like i check in there occasionally i would never fucking buy anything based on what i see there Mm. because it's just like this it's such a reddit is so manipulated and you know Mm. like the amount of bullshit happening on there so there could easily be a trader exploiting people that for yeah. sure yeah
1: i think now it's time to probably short gamestop again well we'll see um that is not my professional advice <laughs> <I'm not laughs> all right <laughs> okay I'm so sorry.
2: hold on to your assholes but, because now it gets fucking crazy so january 2021 shit goes weird citron research is starting to lose money like a motherfucker the share price of gamestop now hits 90 dollars so Fuck. that's $87 more Fuck. than what they anticipated back it's in like, summer like Bitcoin last year. Yeah. Melvin got re- uh, hit really hard as well. They are now out of pocket $2.75 billion.
0: Whoopsie. Um, <laughs> but, but one thing, has anything actually happened yet? Or it's just they are potentially out when they have to... Okay, let's go into this quickly.
2: Uh, GameStop's like, we should buy more
1: of those anime dolls.
2: (laughs) So, Dean mentioned the movie before. I'm going to quickly explain what the margin call is. So, when, and and for anyone listening that's a professional, please give me some latitude. Um, When you are short on a position, the bank might ask you for coverage. So, if you are short on a position and instead of the price going down, the price goes up. The bank will ask you to put back capital, so you're capable of paying for the share once you have to pay for it. Your house, or okay. Porsche, etc. Okay. okay, so that's what's called a margin call. So they basically call you up and say, "Look, dude, your position is now out 100 grand, 100 million. Um, you have to cover up, and then you have to put this money in escrow." Okay so
0: in a in a place it's in a, in a
2: place that's kind of like safeguarded so, so sh- it's real money uh, that's put away you're still not purchasing the stock because yeah. you're still hoping that it's going to go down but you're the waiting. bank doesn't want be. The, be, the, the bank doesn't want to sit on that risk so they basically go like yeah to uh, cover dude, just cover that yeah would ya? um okay so this is basically what's happening with these hedge funds they are now they now have to put in money because they get margin calls and uh, Citadel now has to put away 2.75 billion because they're, they're basically fucked. <clears throat> so now, um, Melvin or Gabriel and his boys, and they start calling around and go like, hey, dudes, can you help us out? So they, they call all, oh, they call all their buddies. friends. Remember that
1: time? He gave you yeah, out. well, <laughs> he, he used to
2: work for uh, Mental Case, the Devil personally, Kenneth Griffin from Citadel LLC and goes like, hey, dude, do you have some money? And he goes like, yeah, I'm going to take half of that. What do you mean? So he pays one point five billion dollars, but says like, "Can I have a bit of your company as well, please?" Uh, So yeah, yeah. there we go. Favor for favor. Now get this: everyone that trades on Reddit or a lot of people that trade um, through that group, they trade over a platform called Robinhood. Oh, Robinhood does not have direct market access. They are just um, if you if we go to software terms, they are the top layer of the stack. Mm-hmm. And below they still need a bank that processes the transactions. Oh, really? Do, who do you think they trade with? I didn't know that. Citadel LLC motherfuckers. No oh yes. Way. Now, Citadel LLC is not only a bank, but also a fucking hedge fund. Yeah. So they see these short positions being uncovered all year long. They just see it coming. Yeah. Kenneth Griffin sees it coming yeah. because his buddy is losing out on 2.75 billion. Oh,
1: he fucking bets against
2: Mm-mm. it. So this is what happens. So the play-by-play gets now shorter. So um, it's now Wednesday, 27th of January, 2021. Wall Street bets in this time went from 2 million participants to 4 million. The uh, captains of the financial industry are confused and oh so fearful because now they appear on CNBC and CNN and every fucking microphone that's on Wall Street and go like, oh, yeah, we have to really look into this. There is
0: fraudulent behavior of we, investors. Uh, we
1: didn't predict any of this coming. Uh, <laughs> it could be fake news from Reddit. We might, uh, don't we might believe see we
0: might see poor people
1: actually getting money. That needs to be stopped. <laughs> it's uh, completely against our code of ethics to uh, make sure that the lower class in society actually benefit from any of our trading or uh, have it? a comfortable life. Uh, we try to keep everyone in poverty at all time.
2: It's 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 a little bit like you have all these buddies sitting in a sandcastle, and one of the guys burns his fingers, and everyone is outraged about it. Like it's it's. <laughs> It's just like, oh, no, you, we wait, can't have
0: that. So Citadel are betting that, that uh, Melvin is going to fail. Wait,
2: wait, wait. We get to the Citadel thing. But let's first just go with the weird behavior that Wall Street animals, the bullies of the fucking capitalism, uh, show once they start losing money. Okay. Because now everyone goes in front of the camera. Like everyone that wants to listen goes, like, oh, no, this is fraudulent behavior. Yeah. yeah. But they have been fucking around for years, for decades. But now suddenly they lose money and this is not how things should go. We get into the Citadel trade because Uh. the jury, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, The the story is is not quite finished on that front yet. But Wall Street Journal on Wednesday goes out and basically says everyone on Reddit is an alt-right guy. (laughs) Okay. They have to pull back that article because it becomes unsubstantiated after a while. And they just <laughs> it's they quite just, a big clip. <laughs> they literally just wanted to go out there and put the stench of Nazi to Reddit. Yeah. But this is the same same shit
0: they did with Occupy Wall Street, where they use identity politics. Yeah. They got they got a bunch of I, I forgot what it was, but they got some people to protest that Oh, so. uh, okay. Anyway,
2: okay. So it's Wednesday, Change the twenty
0: seventh. We're still on Wednesday. Um, GameStop
2: now trades at U.S. dollar three hundred and forty dollars.
0: Fuck!
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you put, yeah, I if you put, un- I'm gleefully happy on this one. If you put a hundred dollars in, that's a hundred thousand. Wait wait, 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 wait. If, wait. Yours, no? if
0: you got out of the three dollars, yeah if you bought at three dollars you're a fucking king but at the time uh you got to be aware that most of that money would belong to swiss quote dean so yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: i'm glad it didn't
2: but you also have to remember that um citadel and citron have to pay the difference of three dollars and three (laughs) hundred and forty dollars so they have to pay three hundred and thirty seven dollars as a margin call in order to cover their fucking stop position uh short positions um which they actually claim at that point that they are no longer holding claim got rid of it claim thursday 28th of january 2021 before the bell GameStop hits a record high of US dollar 500. No fucking way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Robin Hood suspends all transactions in so-called GME. They're fucked. Oh, wait, wait. Purchases, not sales. Well, you can no longer buy unless you have a short position. So you can (gasps) cover your (gasps) short. They're
1: manipulating that
2: shit. Yes. You can no longer cover your short. Uh, Uh, You can cover your short, Uh, but you can no longer purchase. So, that's, that's interestingly, manipulation there. a man by the name of Justin Kahn tweets on the 28th of January at 7.08pm Swiss time, just got a tip that Citadel reloaded their shorts before they told Robinhood to stop trading GME. Dude.
1: If this is true,
2: Ken Griffin and Robinhood founders should be in jail. This is class warfare.
1: Yeah.
0: Reloaded it really fucking is meant they they've gone all in they've, they've gone all short again so instead of, instead of getting on, the fuck out they're like that's that's double down this on Since you know
1: what they're going to do yeah. next
0: yeah. yeah yeah but it hasn't worked
1: well not yet let's check the
0: price <laughs> let's start shorting at the time of
1: recording stuff. ladies
2: and gentlemen at the time of recording this we are Friday 29th of January at 1832 Swiss time, um, GME is trading at three
0: hundred and forty six dollars. Wow, <laughs> it's <not> working <laughs> because freaking everyone, Elon Musk is like, I'm putting money in on this, and but is
1: it like uh, from five hundred dollars?
2: Um, it came down. Well, okay, so l- let me explain what I just said before. The five hundred dollars. That was before they started trading. All oh,
1: right, okay. So, in the night,
2: when the stock market stops trading, there, yeah. there is pre yeah, they, they yeah, opening um, prices, and they are not very indicative of what is going to happen. Yeah. But once the bell goes, yeah. then the tr- trade normalizes. I've seen and, all the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> cool. All right. So, this story is not finished. We are far from finished on this one. And we are all also not quite sure if Citadel actually did something criminal. But... Robin Hood is facing a class action lawsuit in the Southern District of New York
0: as of yesterday night. Yeah, okay, but mm, but, I mean, if you look at, I mean, what's a class action lawsuit going to cost them? Define
1: class action lawsuit. Versus
0: (laughs) like being out billions. Like you may pay a 50 million fine and a bit of, you know.
1: Slap on the wrist. The the lawsuit won't actually
0: do anything. Um, But (laughs) what
2: will happen though so the Reddit guys currently have this quote going around, hold your positions, don't sell.
0: Yeah, 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 Which
2: basically means that there is no proper market, which means that the price is not going to change. Yeah, that's Which same. means these guys that went short are still out of pocket. And to That's me, the whole point.
0: To me, what's interesting about the, the kind of the memes, if you check on Wall Street bets, is that there are people saying like, like in 2008, my dad's business got fucked and I'm holding these shares forever. Like, yeah. I'm never yeah. going to give these shares up. And apparently there's like basically no no available shares left to trade, which means if you're shorted, you can't even buy anything. You're, or you, you have to offer, so the price is only going to go up when they actually want to.
2: There is a great term for this that goes back to um, the dildo products that we were selling before. It's called a squeeze. Uh, um, <laughs> so... What happens is that they are literally drying up liquidity of the market. And this is what um, Citadel and also the stock market hide behind. They basically go like, there is no liquidity in the stock anymore. Hence, we have to stop the trading activities. Yeah. So if, if no one sells and no one buys, there is no market. So we can't actually create a platform where you can trade that particular stock. But does that Interesting. Does,
0: But does that excuse them their short positions?
2: Not at all, because the guys that run short positions, at one point I read, I'm not 100% sure if this is true, um, that there was 150% more capital invested in short positions than there was available.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they, they, yeah, I saw that, like 140% or something. Yeah. Like, like they'd resold these shares so many times. So
2: they, they were, they, there's not enough shares to actually cover the shorts. Now, what I wonder is, are the GameStop executives
0: paid on performance on their stock? How yeah. do, how, <laughs> if you're a GameStop exec, how do you not sell your shares? Right I now? mean,
1: come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like... I, and you just you you just do that, and then go 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 meet Jeff Bezos and say, well, "Hey, buddy, we're now yeah, the what's same. Yeah. We're with the same amount."
2: You could be the biggest fucking boomer in that company and go like, "Well, I got fucking lucky." <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the hell's Reddit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where the hell are the anime dolls coming in? How does the internet work? It's <laughs>
0: But, uh-huh. but the thing is, so, so if this goes the way that Reddit wants it to go, basically, Melvin, uh, Melvin's going down. They, yeah,
2: they, most likely. Citadel? Not going down. They're sitting on way too much cash. So C- Citadel might go down for something m- far more nefarious. So <laughs> if it's true... Pedophilia. <laughs> if it's true that the trading desk was talking to citadel hedge fund group that went short on the position so if that was based on internal information that basically means that they weren't chinese walled enough so within these companies there are so-called chinese walls yeah
0: yeah so people are not allowed to talk to each other which is absolute bullshit That's by the
1: racist.
0: way <laughs> <laughs> although although i've got to say well, I, so i worked uh, for a company that was working for one of the largest banks in the U.S., uh, not uh, let's say high street bank, mm-hmm. P- post. Th- a- Think a Wagon, but I'm not going to mention them.
2: Uh, yeah, they, they were really into cowboys. At the one, it, they, they might have been involved with the Pony Express at one e- point.
0: Exactly. And, and they bought all these companies in 2008 because the, basically they were the only bank that had money. So the U.S. government said, please buy all these things for nothing, and they all got merged. They're actually very strict on like, who can see what. So you'll have like, a database where...
2: They were sued so many times for lying
0: Yeah, Yeah. and the the
2: same company is actually taken for credit card fraud because they opened credit cards for people (laughs) that didn't know. Anyway, um,
0: so. Okay, whatever. You actually trusted
2: a bank for a second there, (laughs) Yeah. You you fucking had a moment of, sorry. (laughs) No, they're all massive fuckheads. Like, like, the the one thing. I just
0: want (laughs) to believe. People
2: are good inside. At (laughs) at the beginning of my rant about um, hedge funds, I mentioned that Bill Clinton deregulated the financial industry. There was a thing in place called the Glass-Steagall Act. It basically made sure that investment banking and corporate banking cannot happen under the same roof. Bill Clinton went in and said, fuck that noise and put them all back together. So the best Chinese wall is don't be in the same fucking house. And this is basically what the Glass-Steagall rule uh, ascertained. So uh, these uh, investment banks, they did not have... The corporate banking information and vice versa. So they just had to operate in their own little vacuums. But now that everything is under the same roof, oh come on! So come on! In
0: other words, is separating like all that insider info about what companies are doing yeah. from the people investing in it. Exactly. Yeah. And um, we have to make sure that that comes back. But to me, the question is, how bad could this thing get? Because, like, like what I've seen with financial markets in two thousand eight is that when you really look into it, everything is linked. And when shit goes down in one place, you very quickly go, oh, fuck that. Oh, shit. And then suddenly, or or the the other one was like the Lloyds, uh, Lloyds of London insurance. Amazing, amazing. Amazing. Reinsurance, where you found out that one small insurance policy had been reinsured again and again and again for bigger and bigger sums. So when shit went down, and then you went and unwound that whole thing, it was a massive disaster. Yeah, Are we, are we likely to see this with...
2: Um, it's, it's difficult to say, uh, I'm gonna, gonna speak like a proper finance dude now. Uh, it's very difficult to foresee okay. the future, past, no. But let me let, Let's, let's let, go let, Let's the, get Let's get real. Are
0: we going global meltdown? Um,
2: now, the Swiss market opened far in the red this morning. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> so, Now I'm gonna hit that button. <laughs> It's fucking funny to watch because the, the 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 biggest word that's being used is sentiment. This is something like, oh, we, we lost trust in the market. And this is what uh, Reddit does. It disrupts the market. Just to use another fucking tag here. Um, so... Uh, people don't trust the process anymore and uh, don't trust the market anymore and this is fucking great so it it, is it is a proper stampede it's it's a stampede that's uh, that these fucking hedge fund cunts cannot stop and it's gonna be great to see what happens next i actually hope that griffin gets one in the chin yeah where the hell is against the machine when you need
0: him Exactly. So, I mean, the thing, is, like, I was ranting on on a previous podcast episode. Uh, which one was it? it you was ranting? No. About no with Caro. It was about the the demonstrations. So oh yeah, uh, a proxy damage. Jason wrote in, and and to me, this is this is how you do revolution. You don't you don't smash up a McDonald's. You figure out how the system works, and basically, I mean, one version of this is that. A bunch of I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, <no>, no, no. <laughs> I'm all a bunch of nerds lost their job and were at home. And 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 these are basically like 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 all nerds were all a bit autistic. And they start looking at like some financial trading figures. And then one of them went, Oh, fuck, that's how it works. And then basically this shit went, so basically the real problem is is that the nerds weren't given enough to do. And so they start fucking around on Reddit and fucking bring the whole thing down,
2: which is hilarious. It's, it's interesting to see what, what's going to happen because um, the SEC, the regulator in the American um, stock market is very, very, very closely linked to the industry itself. Okay. So Buddy helps Buddy out. So if you work at Goldman Sachs for 10 years, you go to work for the SEC for another 10, and then you go back to Goldman Sachs to actually make money. So, so the, they're going to shut it down somehow. They're, they're going to shut it down because they uh, buddies protect each other. It's a boys' club. They're all fucking Harvard cunts. They, they, it, it's the same group of people that will protect their fortune as but much as they can.
0: To me, the question is, can, can that be done with millions of investors? Though? like, if Well, that's the biggest
2: fear right now because this exposure has never happened before. So this, yeah. this, it's the first time... That millions of investors just go at the same time. No, fuck you. Sit on it and turn. Yeah. Did you just accuse us of being a giant circle jerk? <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. True. How dare you? All right. Uh, yeah. So this was uh, our little XYZ special. Um, I hope my rant was bearable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a Christmas special. Yeah, I think what I think that?
0: I think we learned something. I don't know quite what. Maybe the maybe the always buy your dildos from. From the three of us,
1: that's uh, yeah the conclusion of this. Episode. Yeah, I think the only thing I've learned is keep your money in a shoebox under your bed. <laughs> keep it away from yeah, the rats.
0: But but seriously, I mean, Dean, you should be excited about this. This is real fucking revolution. It really so, is. It really is. This is like a bunch of dudes figured out. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm I, a big fan of this I is think the money right always now. wins, though. The big the big investment. We'll see. We'll see. Because, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the only way. And ultimately, the only way they can do it is by breaking the rules of the game. And if you break the rules of the game, you shake the trust.
1: I don't think it's breaking the rules. I think it's just changing the rules. There you go. Well, that's and how... And who has all the money. It depends uh, how you package it. We'll see. It. We'll see how it goes. We should yeah, keep yeah. up on, on top of it. Yeah. So reddit's um, gonna lose uh, i i wanted to to I'm thank, short reddit on this. i wanted to thank
2: you both uh for indulging me in, yeah, in yeah, this yeah. little thing no problem man. um i was writing myself into a frenzy this morning you um, like doing that? <laughs> frenzy, <laughs> frenzied right too. I, I woke up at five and was like fuck this and it was just like the swiss
1: market's in the red now i'm involved <laughs> my,
2: my keyboard was fuming literally it was nice. a bit <laughs> like a cartoon um no but uh yeah so uh I love doing this these nerdy things so nice. thanks guys thanks for listening it's a pleasure <laughs> Bye. Um, bye.